Well, after former President Donald Trump won Iowa in convincing fashion last week, the presidential primary race turns to New Hampshire. Former UN Ambassador Nikki Haley is the last major Trump alternative standing, and she has staked her campaign on a strong performance in the Granite State. However, early polls indicate that Trump has a healthy lead. Now, both candidates were reaching out to voters in the lead up to today's vote. Take a listen. Each and every one of you is going to cast the most important vote of your entire life. This is a very, very important vote. When you step into that voting booth, you are going to be uh, signaling that we want crooked Joe Biden, the worst president in the history of our country. We got to get him out. Is Donald Trump mentally fit to be president? I think he's mentally fit, but I think he's declining. And that's the, you know, look, do we really want two 80-year-old candidates running for president? Because the concern I have is look at Joe Biden two years ago. Look at how much he's declined in these two years. What I'm saying is why can't we go and finally get all of these people out of D.C. and go with new generational people? Do they have to stick around this long when we see what a mess the country is in? That was uh, former Governor uh, Nikki Haley. Now, <laughs> she said, do you need two 80-year-olds fighting over who will be president? Well, uh, the results have been coming in, and looks like uh, uh, there has already been at least some folks announcing that we have a winner in New Hampshire. Joining me now is Reggie Cicchini. He's Global News Washington correspondent. He joins us now from the capital of New Hampshire, Concord. Reggie, thank you for joining us. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, I'm looking at, at the wire service here. Do we have a winner now in New Hampshire already? It, it would appear that we do have a winner. Uh, Donald Trump, uh, most of the networks, the Associated Press have called him uh, as victorious here. And Nikki Haley spoke just a couple of minutes ago uh, and congratulated Donald Trump on winning New Hampshire. So while she did not kind of, you know, win this in the way that she wanted to, what we're watching now is the margin. The latest polls had her losing by 20 points. The margins right now have her uh, somewhere possibly 8, 9, or 10 points. If that that's the case that's significant because it gives her a few extra breaths as she makes this walk towards uh, the South Carolina primary. Uh, I'm looking at the results right now. They've just moved ever so slightly. Uh, according to the Associated Press, 25% of votes have been counted. Uh, and right now, 44,000 and some ch- and change for Donald Trump, 37,714 for Nikki Haley. She has 45.5% of the vote. Donald Trump has 53.6. So as you said, fits into that eight or nine point difference as of this moment, as those results come in. What does this mean for Donald Trump, uh, Reggie? Well, look, it signals bad news, especially if the margins stay as they are or at least kind of fall somewhere between that 9 and 11 percent. It signals uh, that there are people out there that are dissatisfied with Donald Trump as the potential nominee, as the potential uh, person to be thrust up onto the ballot later on this November. And that's because there's a significant number of Haley supporters that I spoke to today and that have been talked to over the last several hours that say if she's not on the ballot in November, that they will vote for Joe Biden. So essentially, these were these kind of poor numbers that Donald Trump is seeing in his victory could spell disaster for him in a general election. Obviously, there's a long time to go before November, but these are the early signals. So do you think Nikki Haley still uh, will be holding on for uh, at least one more primary race? Or do you think this will go all the way to Super Tuesday? 
again, I think we need to look at the margins here. If if the votes come in from smaller counties in and around New Hampshire and these start to widen and we see these 14, 15, 16, 17 percent loss margin here, that could spell problems, uh, especially if donors dry up and her fundraising disappears before uh, the next primary uh, at the end of, of February in her home state. If the margins are OK for her, she'll have uh, a bit more money. She'll be able to survive. She'll limp into South Carolina. The question is, will she have money and will she have support beyond South Carolina through Super Tuesday? The calendar, uh, rather, the map doesn't work in her favor. It gets more conservative uh, and, and the support just may not be there. This is a far more populist base that is going to be voting in the months to come, in the weeks to come. Uh, and, and, you know, if she's trying to court these moderates, there are far fewer of them in some of these far more conservative states. And the Ron DeSantis vote, Mr. DeSantis, uh, the governor of Florida, uh, stepped down from the race uh, this weekend. Where did those votes, what's the general assumption of where those votes went? Well, the vast majority of them appear to have gone towards Donald Trump. At least the poll suggested that this morning they bumped Donald Trump up to this kind of 52, 53 percent through Nikki Haley's 38, 39 percent. Uh, it would appear some of them went to Donald Trump. Maybe some of them went to uh, Nikki Haley. It's also worth pointing out Ron DeSantis was still on the ballot here in New Hampshire because he dropped out so late they had already been printed. And we do know that DeSantis has picked up several dozen, if not maybe a couple of hundred votes around the state tonight. Again, he was only polling low single digits, six, seven percent. There wasn't an awful lot of support to be thrown around. But because he made his endorsement of Donald Trump, it signaled to those that were following behind him this is the kind of faction of the party that you need to be moving towards. Reggie, I know you've got a busy evening ahead of you. Thank you so much for your time today.